So today's guest is somebody who's locally famous. Uh, he went to my high school and he was kind of one of those people that everyone knew and loved just because he's so nice and funny. Um, he goes by Pharrell, also known as Jordi Burrell. So welcome to Hey Hi, Who Are You? The podcast about being creative in your everyday life. How are you, love? I'm good. I haven't talked to you in so long. This is so I know. Nice. This is crazy. How have you been? You've been doing well? Yeah, I've been doing pretty okay. I mean, as good as everyone can be, I guess, right now. <laughs> it's brutal. It's brutal. It's so funny seeing you with your TikTok background, because, like, I'm so used to seeing you as, like, your characters on with that background. <laughs> this is just my, surprise. This is just my bedroom. I was actually, um, I was talking to a friend that lives in Hamilton, and he knew about you. Like, he oh, totally... What the heck? Yeah, he, like, I mentioned that you were coming on the podcast, and he was like, oh, wait, like, is it like this guy and showed me your TikTok and I was like, yeah. <laughs> what the? Uh, I'm still getting used to this. Like it happens. Like it'll happen all the time on like Instagram when I'm like scrolling through people's stories and then like someone that I just know through Instagram that like I don't even follow. Like they don't even follow me back. They'll have like one of my TikToks shared and it's like, this is weird. This it's is so, so weird. weird. I mean, you totally like deserve it. Like, I feel like you were one of those people that everyone just like loved and loved to hang out with in high school. And now we all just get to like hang out with you on TikTok. It's so fun. And that's how I want it to be. Like, I don't want to yeah. feel like a celebrity. Like, I just want to give people an inside look on my life and yeah. see what I'm doing. And like, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, then you can keep scrolling. It, Are you like, excited to do this podcast? I'm so excited. I mean, yeah, like you're my first guest. So like, this is so random, but I figured even if I only do like 10 episodes, I mean, that's already a lot. And I think you have a good personality for it. So you'll, you'll have some fun with it. And like, worst case scenario, it's just something that you can look back and say, yeah, I did it. And it was fun. Like, it, that's yeah. what it's all about. Like, it doesn't need to turn into this Joe Rogan massive experience. You know what I mean? But like, like it's, it's going to. I'm kidding. That's exactly. No, it will. It will. It will. If you stay consistent, I don't see why not. Like, It'll be really funny. Like, my grandkids will watch this and your grandkids are going to watch your TikTok. And they're going to be like, who the hell is this guy? And, and who is this lady that was out here TikTok or out here podcasting with random ass people that look way older than they are like me? I don't know. Well, I look way younger than I am. So we make a good pair. <laughs> I know you have everyone on TikTok confused. It's hilarious. Yeah, I had like some weird comments where it was like, are you 12 or 30? And I was like, well, somewhere in between. <laughs> yeah, can I not be either, please? Yeah, I feel you. I get like 28, like 30. I get like mom, like my main fan base right now, other than people from Toronto, is moms for some reason. That's so funny. Very strange. Um, but yeah, hey, I'll take it. <laughs> you <laughs> have like, do you have like cougars in your in your yeah, sugar mamas. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I think that's a good problem to have. No, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> I had a woman from Alberta, and she was like, she's like, yeah, I'll be your sugar mama, and I was, what? They you're don't like, even near each other. You're like, can I move out to your ranch in Alberta? <laughs> Let's talk about details here. Yeah, so. you're like, where's the fine print? I want to know what's What do I have here. to do? <laughs> Fingers crossed. She's just a sweetheart that just wants me to hang out with her. Yeah. And doesn't want me to hang out with her kids. I don't know. That <laughs> be good. That's what we don't want. She hires you to be like a sugar nanny. Always. A nanny with benefits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Watch my kids and I'll buy you a PS5. Okay, sounds good to me. Okay. Uh, when did you like start 
just TikTok? Like, was it literally just a joke? And then you just kept going or what happened? So, yeah, it was definitely a joke. Um, like, the first TikTok I ever made was probably, like, two years ago. And it got, like, no hype. And then I made, like, I was making, like, a, not a two years ago, maybe a year ago. I got, like, no hype. Like, and that's kind of what I was expecting. Like, everyone's making TikToks, whatever. I'll just yeah. do it. It was fun. Um, and then I kind of gave it a rest for a bit. And then I came back and I was like, I made this one video and it was like a transition video of like me getting out of my work clothes and like dressing like a quote unquote Toronto man, which I didn't even like plan to have do anything. And it got like 11 K views. And I was like, huh, like, that's weird. Like this app thinks I'm a Toronto man and people like that. So then (laughs) I was honestly on my way to Toronto one day and there was like a trend going on and it was called you have to it was like this weird sound and you just said like you have to stop doing something you have to blah 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 yeah so I just made like this Toronto man version and we were driving to Toronto and I like looked at my phone and it was at 100k views in like two hours oh my god yeah I was like oh what the like my followers started rolling in all this so I was like okay like I can pretend to be a Toronto man and <laughs> kind of started running with the idea and um I never really expected to be making Toronto man content like I've been acting for so long that it was just like a character that I wanted to play yeah um but then TikTok for whatever reason the algorithm just ate it up so I was like okay well, we'll just run with this for a bit and then one thing turned to another and <laughs> here we are today SK the <laughs> Toronto man as much as I don't want to be that's me now <laughs> it's like the toronto people on lockdown were like hungry for toronto man content because they don't get to see anyone anymore so they were like here we go (laughs) here he is this kid that's not even from toronto and no one actually knows where i'm from which is actually the best and the idea it's working and it's fun and it's getting me in contact with the people that i want to be in contact with so we're just yeah do you kind of have like a goal with it because like i know you've been actually like wanting to do acting for a while like has you have you gotten anything cool from this yet or is that kind of the goal that's kind of the goal so essentially like i want to like kind of brand myself at this point and everything i'm doing so um right now i just know that acting is kind of like my natural ability i I know how to do it so the best thing i can do is just keep doing it um and that's how people can grow to know me um and if that's going to get me the attention I want to be an influencer or whatever you want to call it, then I'm just going to keep doing it. But yeah, it's like the way I see it is it's fun and I know how to do it and it's getting me a lot of exposure. So why not just keep yeah, doing and it? Yeah. The main thing is that it's fun. As soon as it's not fun, we'll then move on to something else. But like, you're still having so much fun with it. Like you post like three times a day. So clearly you're having a good day. <laughs> I'm having the most fun ever. And like, even the days where I get stressed out, like I, that's the one thing I'm trying to like come to learn is that like, not all my videos are going to get 100k views and not yeah. all my videos are going to like, I'm not, some days I won't be able to post three times a day, you know what I mean? And like yeah. that, that needs to be something that I'm okay with because I mean, I treat it very much like it started off as something fun, but now as I've seen like the growth so fast, I kind of am treating it more like a job. Yeah. Um, but I need to f- remember where I came from and why I started because yeah. if I'm not having fun with it, then it's pointless. So totally. we'll just see what happens. With the whole acting thing, I was going to say like, I remember, weren't you in the crucible? That like yeah, the local whoa. production that was a really good local production like <laughs> i saw it and i remember actually like i'm pretty sure i cried it was really oh, good whoa like, that's like the first local production i did to be it honest it was good crazy. it was really good it was really good it was a lot of fun we had a super talented cast which made it super easy to 
make people cry and whatnot. Honestly, like, I'm not even kidding. Sometimes, like, SK's voice gets in my head, which is obviously you. But, yeah. like, sometimes I'll just, like, hear his his reaction to something. And it's, like, I'm, like, that is so weird. Someone I know's characters in my head. That's so I funny. just live it. Yeah, and, like, people, it's, like, on, Insta- on TikTok Live all the time, people, like, hop in and they'll be, like, wait, it's, so, like, that's that's not how you talk like <laughs> you don't you don't talk like like sk and it's like no but i know how to like i can <laughs> yeah. make it sound believable but no it's not me and like but so many like i had a buddy text me the other day and he's like you ever just get like stuck in sk mode and i was like yeah like all the time like my friends will come over and i'll be talking and they'll be like okay why are you talking like that <laughs> I don't talk to anybody but my tripod, and it's SK that talks to my tripod, so <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, like, no, all the time. You're like possessed by Toronto mans. <laughs> Literally, like someone. I need to go to church or something. I don't know. Like, oh, it's taking over. Do you like produce something for someone else's podcast? Like, you produce the music or something? Yeah. So I work with uh, a good buddy of mine, Harry Potvin. He um, does a podcast called the age panel um shout out to them they were the first podcast to have me on um he does basically mental health talks with a bunch of different people in different uh areas of work a lot of athletes a lot of like people in the arts um and he hit me up luckily he, he was like looking for someone to do music and i was like well like you know me dude like we can like this can be a good way for me to help you and for you to help me so i gave him i think I, he has two beats that he used one for season one and one for season two um and yeah yeah he's an awesome dude like i recommend that podcast to everyone very very down-to-earth person that loves to just talk about mental health and mental health issues which obviously i believe is extremely important to talk about i think you have like a soundcloud or something right something like that it's not very updated um i did have it very updated before but then i kind of when i first started making music i got very excited at the idea that i was making music so i would just make these beats that i thought were incredible and just post them immediately to my soundcloud yeah and then as i got better at making beats i would like listen to what i posted on soundcloud and it was like oh no wonder nobody's (laughs) like my soundcloud sounds like pots and pans so (laughs) i uh i uh i i took down all my music i put it i think there's like two beats up there now but i pretty much i don't i do that more for fun now um acting's kind of taking the reins again music was like a a little bit I wasn't for a little while I wasn't acting at all and I kind of am a person that always needs some sort of creative outlet yeah no totally taught myself how to make beats I don't there's really like I just watched a bunch of YouTube videos and just sat in front of my computers for days on end that's so cool eventually I was like oh okay I'm okay at this so yeah I'll still do it every once in a while and it's it's when I'm when I'm feeling like overwhelmed with acting then I'll 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 make a a beat or two but other than that it's just I feel like I feel like you need to make um like an SK beat like him rapping over a beat have you done that already (laughs) <laughs> There's a new series that we're gonna start called uh, "When SK Links You for the Studio Session," and that's gonna we're gonna do it with a bunch of local rappers too, so we can get a little bit of cross engagement here. But yeah, that's definitely a thing that's in the works, and I don't know how it's gonna turn out, but we're just gonna see. I don't I, know. I'm just I'm down to make a fool out of myself. So I think it's gonna be amazing. I'm so <laughs> excited for that. <laughs> yeah, it's hopefully I'm hoping to get it started in the next month. Like hoping hoping lockdown goes our way. Um, because obviously we can't be in studios and stuff like that right now. Right. But, um, oh my God, wait, you were going to make it like studio quality? Oh yeah, we're, no, we're going all out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're going to like, I'm like, I'm talking to rappers to like get into their studio sessions and shoot these things. It's not going to be like little, 
it's going to be like, wow, this guy actually went to a studio wow. working with rappers that actually have a following and stuff like that, that are all friends of mine. Like, it's not, yeah. it's not like I'm just hitting up random people, but yeah, it's yeah. like, I want to, I want to make this legit. Cause I want to help those people that are working just as hard as me at the same time. Like if, yeah. if, if my fan base can transfer over to theirs and vice versa, then it's, it's only right. And if we can have totally. fun doing it, then, then why not? Well, no, yeah. If you both have like, whatever what are you at now like thirteen thousand followers or something 13.1 or something 13. yeah something well like, like yeah if you have thirteen thousand and they have like five thousand or whatever it is like i mean there you go eighteen thousand people looking at you right there like why that's not it. join forces that's awesome that's it yeah and like i've always said like i as much as numbers do help it's just like more of like a vibe i want everyone to work with or everyone that i work with to kind of be in the same mindset of me as like we're all humble. Like I, we have to be humble. Like 13k is a long way from where I started, but a long way from where I want to be. Yeah. And 13k doesn't necessarily represent how hard I work or like the person I am. Like that's just the amount of people watching. So yeah. If if you have uh, 10 million followers, but you treat people like garbage, then I don't. Well, want totally. You know what I mean? And, well, I mean, I'm only, I only have you on here because of your followers, so. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, and that works perfectly, that works perfectly. Oh, that's no, funny. I'm kidding. No, but that's exactly why I want you on here. Like, I feel like that's, like, that mindset is totally, like, how I feel. Like, I don't care if, like, 20 people watch this or one person watches this. Like, I feel like if someone can get something out of it, then, like, there you go. And, like, I think I saw you do a TikTok where you said, if one person laughs at my, like, if I make one person's day with my TikTok, then, like, that's awesome. And I was like, exactly, yeah, totally. Exactly. Like, I don't know, especially right now, it's like the world is in, like, shambles. <laughs> like, yeah. We're all locked in our houses looking to, for something to do. So, like, yeah. if, if I can take the stress of, this lockdown and kind of put a smile on one person's face and I then it works but luckily I have the fan base so that I can do that to 13,000 people and that's kind of exactly my my motive it's it's to make other people's days as good as mine while doing the things I love that's that, that's kind of like the 4L the 4L brand like, yeah just do things that you love and eventually it'll work out so Totally. And like, I think that totally shines through. Like, I don't even, like, even before you said that, like, I was like, I know that. Because <laughs> yeah. I know that, which is good. I appreciate that. <laughs> I think one of the last times you messaged me a while back was you said thank you for helping you because you were super trashed at a party and I brought you water. <laughs> wow, that was probably it. That was probably it. We were literally yeah, like asleep yeah, yeah, on the fence. on a fence. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> yep, we are definitely talking about this. Yeah, that was a humbling moment in my in my 4 You experience. went to Guelph University and Western? Yeah, so I went to Western um, right after high school for a year because I was supposed to play football there. Right. Um, yeah. And then uh, I decided to take the year off of football. And then once I took the year off football, I was just in a random degree that I didn't care for because I really went to Western to play football specifically. Right. Um, so I wasn't, I was kind of like, I knew I wanted to be a theater major, but I didn't know, I didn't like Western didn't have anything. And like, I was at King's University College. So that's like a smaller one. Yeah. Um, and they had like, you had to be an English major with like, as like a minor in theater text. So it wasn't even like, really theater it was just like I would have been reading plays and stuff like that oh but I was like oh whatever I'll play football so who cares yeah so then I took the year off and once I like once I wasn't playing football I was like whoa what am I doing here <laughs> you're like this is not for me <laughs> yeah this sucks 
Um, so then we, I, I transferred to Guelph the next year, and then I went there for a year. Kind yeah, of same experience. You, what did you take there? Uh, see, I, so I was a, uh, what's it called? An arts major with a uh, honor studies in theater arts. Okay, so cool. I did that for a year and that sucked just as much as Western. So then <laughs> I just moved. I'm, I stayed in Guelph. I lived with some friends and I just uh, was bartending out there for two years. Yeah. And then COVID hit. So um, we packed it up and I can move back home, but not home. I moved into like my own place here. Right. So now I'm back in this lovely city. Yeah. Doing lovely things. <laughs> if you watched my first episode, but like. I did. Um, where I said, like, one of the things I want to talk about with guests is, like, why, like, how did you realize that, like, the path you were on wasn't for you? So, like, when you were at, like, university, how did you, like, realize it wasn't for you? Were you just, like, I don't fit in here? Or, like, was it something else? It was kind of, like, so with my personality, it's, like, I know, essentially, and that's going to sound like me bragging, but I'm not. I know <laughs> I can, I can do a pretty good job fitting in, in a lot of places. Yeah. Um. And that being said, I kind of don't have that fear of like doing new stuff because I just like kind of am comforted at the idea that wherever I go, I'll just, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, but I was just going to classes and I was like, well, if I was going to classes, I was like just sitting there and then I'd like the prof would be like, okay, that's it for today. And I would like know nothing. Like I would just be like as knowledgeable as the kid that walked in at the beginning of class yeah and I was doing that for a year, for two years each one year at Western and one year at Guelph and like my grades never really showed that I wasn't into it like I was always like doing like relatively okay in classes but it was like I would sit in class and I'd be like I'm sitting in a class learning about actors from the 1700s yeah and I'm not acting at all like I and I'm humble to the fact that it's important to know where things came from like I know like especially like you should know about Shakespeare because he's like this awesome playwright but no Shakespeare is not alive anymore like and as, yeah, as bad and as like, that sounds like I don't know like I'm I'm a, I'm not gonna go to Shakespearean plays like I don't want to be in Shakespeare stuff so yeah what am I learning about this for and I was watching a lot of my other friends like with the time that they had where they weren't in school they were like auditioning for plays and they were they were getting these roles and they were adding to their theater resume. They were yeah. doing whatever they want. And I was like, like, what am I in school for? If like, if I can't, if, cause I think at Guelph, you're not on stage until year four. Ew, so, that seems silly. Right. right. But that's like, but that at the same time, that's the difference between going to a university and going to a college. True, so true. like a college, they'll get you on right away. Like you'll start doing yeah. plays. And as far as I know, I'm no expert, but. Um, I went to university, so like they want you to know like all the little stuff. And it's like the it's like theory versus hands on sort of. Right? There you go. Yeah. There you go. And I just at that point I'd been in school for two years. That like the concept of going to college. Not that I don't think college is great. It was just like I'm done with schooling in yeah. general. Um, well, and uh, you'd already like thrown a bunch of money down the toilet. <laughs> right. Right. Like I'm like I was like, what am I like? I'm twenty grand in the hole already. Like oh, God. I don't I don't need to keep doing this to myself. And yeah. like if it's not gonna work. So I was like, okay, so let's let's just start. Like let's let's take it from square one. Let's yeah. let's revamp and we just started doing like local theater. Um, and I'd already done the Crucible, which is funny you brought that up. Yeah. Um, so I was always, even at Guelph. I was in, like between classes I would I think I had 
class every day and then four times a week I was coming home to do uh rehearsals for other shows oh cool. um, so yeah essentially they were working around my schedule and then I was like yo listen like you guys are serious about this like I'm dropping out of school next year um and like I'm down to be your guy like we can we can we can do whatever shows you want and I'll be I won't be able to like or I won't be missing rehearsals like I'll just be here yeah. um and yeah things just started being taken being taken more serious in that regard and then I was like okay this is it and like as much as I hate being in debt it's like you need to you need to experience things you don't like to know you don't like them and to know you don't work for them totally. or they don't work for you yeah. um like I like I'm very grateful for my two years at university. Like I met some yeah. of my best friends and like I, I, I needed to do that. So I can't look back later and be like, well, what if I went to university? Exactly. I'd like way rather regret something than say, oh, I never tried. And like, you don't know if it was good or bad. Like what if you'd never gone and then you were like, oh, like I could have learned so much more in university and I could have gotten all these roles. But like now, you know, that's not what. That's it's not, not it, what isn't, it isn't what works. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I'm super like, I'll, I'll take it as like, years of learning about myself over years about learning totally. what I love you know what I mean I feel like that's almost like what university is for most people like it's like it's like seeing what's out there and I honestly don't even know if I remember that much from university it was more just like seeing what the other options are in the world meeting some people paying a bunch of money a bunch <laughs> and there of you money. go <laughs> And, like, yeah, it's important. Like, you got to, like, I always think, like, it's good to, like, boil down. Like, especially, like, I was going in, I was like, I want to be an actor. And then I sat through all these acting courses I didn't care about. And then, like, I know it kind of, like, boiled me down to know exactly what I want. Like, a lot yeah. of people will go into that acting degree. Like, they want to do something in theater. And they don't know what it want, they what they want from it. And then by the end of it, they're like, okay, I want to be, like, a tech director. I want to be something like that. Yeah. For me, it was like, okay, I want to act. So I'm going to go act. I'm not going to wait around. Figure yeah. it out. I figured it out a lot faster than a lot of people. And that's all it was. It's just like a, a waiting thing. The second you know exactly what you want from university, you either pursue it through university or you pursue it how you want to. So that's exactly totally. what One thing turned um, to another and here we are. So do you want to be like a stage actor or do you want to be a movie actor or both? Anything? I just want to have, I don't know, I have this very, I don't know if it's irrational, but I have a fear of working a nine to five. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with a nine to five, if that's like how your career path works. Yeah. Um, I just like, you would know better than most people watching that like, even in high school, like assemblies, that was me. And like, I was just a, a face of the, the high school. And, like, totally. that's, I, wa I always want to be that like and I always want to be that person that people can come and talk to and like people are like oh this is this guy and have good things to say about me and like I want to build a platform for a person that is very like a lot more human than most celebrities if that makes sense yeah, yeah. like I want to be just like a face for people like yeah that guy brings me comfort when I listen to him talk or like that guy is just like someone that makes me laugh when I feel bad or like so Acting is just kind of what's giving me that platform. Yeah. Like, I'll go with whatever comes of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like if I if it has to be like on stage, I don't love on stage. Um, okay. Just because there's a lot of like weird politics stuff that goes on behind the scenes and that. Yeah, I've only been in like two plays, and I already know that. <laughs> like I don't know. I have a lot of trouble. So the big thing about like the theater world is that it all is based on like looks as much as people will tell you otherwise, like it's all based on looks. Um, yeah. 
when you're being casted, you could be the best actor in the world, but if the director has a different image of the main character that you don't fit, then it doesn't matter. Right. Like, like imagine, this is a dumb example, but like, imagine it's like Harry Potter on stage and you're like the best at acting Harry Potter. Well, you're still not going to get like, yeah, I'm not, not Daniel Radcliffe. You're not gonna. Like, you're gonna get cast as like I don't know Dumbledore or something in yeah, Harry Potter. <laughs> the ogre that he fights in the washroom. Like I don't know. Like yeah. So like Which I kind of had some. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but it's, it's true. It's, yeah. It's so it's kind of ugly in that regard. That, well, it's like, like what could, if I want to play Hagrid? I can't. <laughs> yeah, you can't exactly, and you could be the best Hagrid. Who right? knows? Like you, you've worked your whole life to be Hagrid, and someone's gonna take that from you. Like, that's not right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I kind of had some issues with that and like, especially coming from a football background, like I'm used to being able to compete for like high roles. Like if you, if you are the best at your position, it doesn't matter anything else. Like you will get that job. Yeah. And that's, that's how the sports world works. And that's how most things work. So for you to like work your tail off just to be told like, yeah, you could do it, but you don't really like, you don't really look like that character. It's like, right. Which is like, what am I working for? It's like, I've worked so hard and I'm perfect for it in every other way, except for one way I can't control. That's like such bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And like, I didn't like, that's kind of how life works too. Like, and that's kind of why I have my face pierced and like, I'm tatted up. Like it's, like, I don't want people to look at me and be like, okay, you don't fit this. It's like, well, what do I fit then? Like, I yeah, I look a certain way. It doesn't mean anything to do with the abilities I have or the person I am. It's just how I choose to look. You know what I mean? So totally. I hate that life works. Yeah. That way. Theater is just very much like that as well. Yeah. I, like, relate to that on, like, a weird, like, opposite level where, like, with like what we were talking about earlier where like you look older than you are and I look younger than I am I feel like I have the same issue where like people don't take me seriously because of what I look like and I'm like but what I like I know more than you and I what, look, do, what do you want from me like what am I supposed to suddenly <laughs> grow to be five six and look older like I can't change that like, yeah, like no this is what I'm working with like take yeah exactly this is what I'm working with <laughs> like yeah. what do you want me to change I'm like I don't know yeah it's stupid it's, it's no but I feel you exactly I yeah. feel you exactly I guess when you mentioned your tattoos like when did you get all those did you like design them yourself or what happened with that so um I got my first tattoo when I was 18 I got a tattoo done on my back um it's like the comedy and tragedy masks I have those done on my my back and then um when I moved to Guelph a good friend of mine Spencer Lynch he went to our high school so he ended up getting a tattoo spot or like a, a placement out in Guelph and I oh, was wait, just, I follow him. I follow him. Spencer I, Lynch Art? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he got a spot out in Guelph and I was just working and I love Alice in Wonderland. Like it's one of my favorite things. Wait, ever. were you in that high school production too? I was I was in university. Oh, that was such I was a, a year show. late. Yeah, Sadie killed that. Holy he was so good as Alice. Sadie yeah. Killed so that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I have this weird obsession, like, you can see the Cheshire Cats, like, right here. Yeah, 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 I've wall. been looking at it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a little creepy, but whatever. <laughs> Watches me sleep. But, um, yeah, so I just kind of had a few ideas that I wanted done, and Spencer was like, yeah, well, I just, just started tattooing right around the block from you. So I got, like, one or two done by him, and then it was, like... It was like the door was unlocked. You were like, okay, here we go. (laughs) Yeah, and it got to the point where it'd be like, I'd wake up in the morning and be like, what am I going to do today? And I'd literally go on Instagram to see if he had openings. 
and be like, all right, guys, going to get a tattoo done. Like, uh, I'll be back. And then yeah. I did that for two years, and now my sleeve's done. So we're going to keep going. Oh, yeah. Like, I have – I think I have, like, six tattoos right now. And, like, it's, like, a weird – thing of like showing yourself without saying anything which like it's diff it's different than clothing though like clothing shows mm. who you are but tattoos are like it's like a confident thing of like this is what i wanted and you can't tell me i didn't because now it's permanent <laughs> and there's nothing i can do to hide it now. Yeah. yeah no that's yeah. exactly what it is and it's like yeah. that's kind of that's kind of how i see it too it's like you can you can kind of figure out that I'm an artsy fartsy kind of dude when you just look at my arm and then yeah. and then my favorite thing to do is like when people be like oh well, what's that mean and I I'm one of those people that like I need a meaning behind all my tattoos which I don't think is necessary and I'm yeah, gonna get I mean, tattoos you. I'm gonna get tattoos that have no meaning like I have a, a whole I want to do my left leg and all dinosaurs like I don't know why. But <laughs> I just, I think it's awesome. Uh, dinosaurs doing random things like riding scooters and stuff. I don't. Oh know. my god, I love that. Yeah, it's just gonna be like a funny thing because why not? Um, I know a guy who has a tattoo that's literally just a flamingo ping playing bingo, and it's literally just because it rhymes. <laughs> that's beautiful. My one of my good friends has a tattoo of a Corona bottle on him, and instead of the Corona label, it has a number seven on it, and that's because number seven is the aisle for beer at the Hesper road walmart <laughs> that is so random <laughs> yeah 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 i love like, that so much <laughs> that's a, i don't know like, if it brings you joy like you should get a tattoo yeah yeah one of my tattoos i got like completely blackout drunk randomly on the way to a to a restaurant and i was like <laughs> I was like, we're going out for dinner. And then I saw a tattoo parlor in Toronto and I just was like, I'm going to get a tattoo right now. Like, you know how there's the form that says like, are you, have you been drinking? Have you whatever, whatever. And like, yeah. I circled yes for the drinking. And he was like, well, you're standing. So like, I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> like, but like, I know for a fact, I was like close to blackout drunk. Like I barely remember. <laughs> like, hey, as long as you like the tattoo, who cares? I mean, I don't love it. <laughs> story it's a story okay let's go to a a lighter question what's your favorite snack oh, like I... if you were walking and your and your jacket has a big pouch for snacks yeah. what is in the pouch <laughs> what's in it <laughs> oh that's such a good question honestly honestly i'm like weirdly obsessed like weirdly like strangely obsessed with um just like mushrooms like just like with french onion dip like, Ew. if I had two pockets, if I had a pocket with raw mushrooms in it and then onion dip in the other, you would never hear a complaint That was not anymore. at all what I was expecting. I know, so. I know, but you can, all my, t if any of my TikTok followers are, are watching this, they can vouch. Like, I don't <laughs> hop on a stream without both. Like, I, <laughs> I need them. Like, I'm literally going to the store three times a week and getting mushrooms. Imagine putting your hand into a pocket of French onion. Oh, <laughs> I'd be down. I'd be down. I'm you not just even lick the hand? <laughs> yeah, just mushroom and then the hand. Yeah. Do you have any movies or shows that like inspire your acting or anything like that? Or like, um, that's Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I'm a big, I have the attention span of a squirrel. Um, <laughs> so... I actually am not very good at watching TV or movies unless, like, I'm very, very bought into it. True. Um, so, like, I like horror movies a lot because they keep me on edge. And, like, that's, like, an extra, like, other than just the movie itself being on, it's like, okay, I'm actually scared. Like, I don't want to walk to the washroom because I could get attacked. <laughs> like, 
that's that's what I'm into. Um, <laughs> so like I like like a, like really like mind bending things. Like I don't know if like fourteen oh eight probably. Yes. Oh my god! Me. I was just gonna say that when you said mind bending, I was like fourteen oh eight. Literally, fourteen oh eight is one of those that fucks with you. Like it, oh bad. Like at bad. the end, you're literally like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> yeah, he's out. He's out. He made it out, and then they start hitting the walls, and he's still in the hotel room. Yeah. Oh. Like, oh, that, get yeah. out of there. That's one of my favorites, too, for sure. Yeah, no, so I really like movies like that. That's kind of why I like Alice in Wonderland, too, because it's kind of, like, crazy and all over the place. Yeah. Um, I really like Coraline. Coraline's one of my yes. favorite movies as well. I watch that, like, a few times a week. Kind of like, like things. alternate reality things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, but, and, like, they need to be a little bit creepy. Yeah. Like, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. So, like, know. Tim Burton stuff. Yeah, like, he's got, Tim Burton has my whole... The dinosaurs are going on one leg and Tim Burton stuff's going on the other. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't know if you already liked Tim Burton at this time, but like I went to a Tim Burton exhibition in Toronto like a couple of years I ago. Know about that. Did you I go to that? I didn't go, but I uh, knew that it was there. Was it awesome? It was awesome. Like I that think that would be my dream. You should like if it comes back, definitely go because it was really, really, really cool. I'll be there. Yeah, I love I love all of his like characters that he creates, like Edward Scissorhands, like even down to the stuff that's not animated. Like I think he's just got a brilliant mind. Yeah. Um and that's kinda that's what I need. Like that's I need people that just have brains that don't think in like regular ways, as weird as that sounds. Like, mm. like here's this kid that has scissors for hands and stuff like that. Like I, like stuff that's just like so out of this world that it intrigues me. So um anything that inspires my acting um not really <laughs> well maybe nobody does maybe just toronto mans do <laughs> yeah literally like there's this there's a group <laughs> called Oriel entertainment they're from brampton but they're incredible they inspire a lot of my toronto work what inspires me is just to do things that other people aren't doing um so like i like like for example like one of my characters that does pretty well is like this emotional toronto man <laughs> yeah. and he just cries about everything and people are like well why is why does that inspire? Why are you so inspired to keep making these? Because <laughs> like, everyone that's a Toronto man thinks they're so hard. Like, I bet something makes him cry. But like, when this guy, I bet when you get when he gets dumped by his girl, he cries. But he's got to put on a face like he's tough to the homies. Like, that's yeah. like I just want I want to act in ways that people are like, that's true. Like, there's like there's something you can learn from it. You know, yeah. like one uh, performance that inspired me was uh, Joaquin Phoenix and Joker. Because he yes. makes you care about Joker so much that you don't even feel bad for the people he kills. Like, yeah. That's kind of how I want people to feel when I act. It's like, yeah, like, this guy's this big Toronto man, but, like, and he's funny, but, like, the stuff he's saying, like, generally breaks my heart, and I feel oh. so bad for him. But it's, like, it's it's just making that, like, people care for you in, yeah. that, in that aspect, so... I think I think I also inspire myself a lot. I, I'm very much a person that always wants to do better than what I did the night before. I, that's why I know this TikTok thing will never have an ending because I will always believe my best work's yet to come. Um, and that inspires me to keep going and to get better as an actor. So. Being inspired by yourself. I haven't really like thought of it that way but yeah the best thing to compare yourself is to, is you to your best self and like it's so true like there just keep getting better version of yourself it doesn't matter if you're better than your neighbor like you want to be better than you were yesterday which is exactly yeah. exactly like and like it's not really there shouldn't be a competition with anyone else because everybody else has done different things in their life to get to the point they're at yeah so yeah i just uh anytime i make something i'm like okay that was cool but what can i do 
that's better than this. Yeah. Um, I think that's a mindset that a lot of creatives have. And I think it kind of has, I think it kind of backfires on us a lot because <laughs> we expect all of our work to be as good, if not better than the last best thing we did. Yeah. And I, that's when numbers come into play. Numbers are the worst thing to look at. It's like any creative that tries to start a business and like their sales are not good. And it's like, and it's like, but why my like with this bag that I made is so much better than the last bag I made. But it's like, but I've only sold two and the last one sold 20. And it's like, but why? And then you cry. <laughs> yep, exactly. Exactly. Like the amount of times where I'm like, I'm about to post a video. I'm like, oh, this one's going to splash. And then it does like worse than my video that I made in 20 seconds. Yeah. It's like, oh, but you know what? Like, it's all a process of just showing yourself what you're capable of. And if you can have your hopes up about something do well and then it does poorly and you can keep going that's like a huge mental barrier to get past like you still want to show people who you really are and like i feel like that is so true like even if you like your your tiktok totally like does not land and like 10 people watch (laughs) it but like then you make another three videos the next day and maybe one of them does better and the other two don't well like whatever but you keep doing it and i think that's the big thing yeah totally putting yourself out there consistently so other than like tiktok and acting and music do you have any other things you kind of have on the side or um like i'm a big collector of vintage fashion um i like that that's why i have this crazy wolf sweater on yeah i Um, love it i also put this chalkboard here because like as much as like it's kind of like a thing where it's like maybe some days i feel burnt out from acting and making music like, why don't you just do a little doodle on the wall? You know what I mean? Yeah. None of these none of these that you can see are mine. Like, that's way too dead to be mine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just, like, I just like having little things. And, like, one thing I always remind myself is that, like, if you don't create something that's in your mind, it'll never exist to the world. Like, yeah, my brain and everyone else's brain, everyone in this world thinks in a different way and sees things in different ways. So it's, like, if you don't create what you have in your mind, then that thing will never be created so totally if i can wake up and do a stupid doodle on the wall that i think is hilarious then like that works because like that's something that didn't exist there you go that didn't exist before i did it or if i can make a beat that didn't exist before i made it and if i didn't make it nobody else would have made it the exact same way so yeah love i love shopping vintage i love doing little doodles i haven't done them in a long time it's because i'm driving myself up a wall trying to film tiktoks but yeah when my friends are here it's like i put on little characters without even really thinking about it it's just like i'm that's my personality is like i'll i ride i feel other people's energy so fast and i'm like i want to contrast it or i want to match that that like every every time you see doherty it's going to be oh i just golden rule i just dropped my name holy um (laughs) i don't know if you're comfortable talking about mental health and stuff but since you're on the age panel i imagine you are um i was gonna say like being different characters or anything do you feel like that helps your mental health or does it make it worse or weird or like what is that like (laughs) because i feel like a lot of actors might like might change to a different character to feel better maybe yeah yeah but i don't know is that how you feel or no um, I think I use my characters as ways to like be more open without having to say it myself. Yeah. Um, like this emotional Toronto man character that I'm talking about again, it's like I might not be like I might not be that overtly emotional as that character, but like that's my way of being like, 
yeah, sometimes things don't go my way. Sometimes I do get down on myself. And like, I think all of my characters very much encompass myself and my mental health or whatever. Like SK is this guy that's like, yeah, like, fuck everybody. Like, <laughs> I'm going to get my money. And like, I don't care what I have to do to get it. And then the emotional Toronto man's like, yeah, but the world beats me up sometimes and like stuff like that. So it's like, yeah. it's like a comforting way for me to release a lot of the things I feel without having to be like, Hey, my name's Forel, and I get really depressed sometimes. You yeah, know, like yeah, it's, it's like you like get that. to express like parts of yourself without it being you. It's like, right. yeah, yeah, right. that's cool. On your worst day, like on my bad days, I can be like, I can make this super sad emotional trauma and yeah, that, it's gonna make people laugh, so it's gonna make me feel good. But at the same time, it's like, good thing I got this off my chest. Yeah, because you get to be you get to be like real without being real, which is without nice. Being real. Yeah. yeah, no, that's exactly it. That's an that's the first time I've ever been asked that question. I'm super excited you asked it. So yeah, <laughs> fully agree with you. Yeah, that definitely my character my characters are like are like coping mechanisms almost. And it's yeah. it's like depending the day you're gonna get a different character. I feel like a lot of people are like that, whether they're actors or not, though. Like, I'm not an actor, but I feel like I do that, too, to a mm -hmm. point. You know what I mean? We're like, mm -hmm. like, you're getting this version of me, but, like, there's obviously different versions of me where, like, I, like I mentioned in my first episode, like, I have panic attacks, and, like, you've obviously never seen that version of me. Never. But, like, that is a very different version of me. <laughs> and, like... Yeah. Like, you know, and, like, I think everyone does have different versions of themselves. And, like, like you said, having characters to express that in a way that you're comfortable doing, I think that's almost, like, really weirdly healthy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really healthy, too. And, like, even if it's not healthy, it works. So I'm going to keep Yeah, it works it. for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a lot healthier than a lot of other coping mechanisms that exist in the world. So that's <laughs> yeah, I mean nobody. I think, like, the hardest people in the world are the people that are, like, so tough. I've just become so emotionally numb yeah that, like they only know how to feel numb and like they just won't let their emotions come come through yeah. um and i don't think like obviously that's like very unhealthy i just want people to be like oh yeah i can't i'm allowed to feel not as normal or i'm not i don't need to be this happy go lucky person all the time and like yeah. maybe this emotional toronto man character like helps them helps them see that like yeah like okay. maybe some like actual emotional trauma man's like oh there's another one of me out there <laughs> yeah exactly oh like my heart can get broken it's okay because rouse yeah. goes all the time yeah like, I, do, I do agree with that oh i love that like you never even like lived in toronto at all <laughs> i did i did i did i did you i did, did? When I was I when I was six. <laughs> <laughs> when you were six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. From the ages like two to six, I lived. Yeah. You were a bartender, and now like just you're kind of hanging out and creating videos. Yeah, so I still do. I well, like obviously COVID said haha to me, but um, <laughs> I, I was working at a brewery local. Um, but yeah, yeah, now I'm just a full-time TikToker, which is so weird and horrible to say. So when theaters closed, I was kind of like in a weird spot where I was like, okay, what do I do now? Like, this is, that was, that was the gig for so long. Like, yeah. what do I do now? I still, like, I, I write here and there. So like, I'm working on this long play that I've been working on forever. What? Only, That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows that can one. Can you like, well, can I'm, you like tell us a little tiny bit about Yeah, you can that? get a little window. Okay. So it's called photophobia, and essentially photophobia is the excessive fear of lights. I don't know if I can roll my sweater up far enough. Oh, I might be able to. I might, I might. I've got this little 
uh, light bulb tattoo here for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so essentially, it's about this kid who gets adopted, and he's just like very strange. Like he is always wearing like a winter coat, like SK, um, <laughs> and he's like always in glasses. And he has this really like strange fear of lights, like and nobody really knows. So the whole play follows Josiah, who's the kid, and his family, and the therapy, the therapy, like the group therapy sessions they have to try to get Josiah out of this weird mindset. And throughout the play, you figure out, like, why Josiah's afraid of light. And eventually, yeah. it gets a little crazy. It kind of runs out, like, I came out, people are going to be like, oh, it's a joker. It kind of, it, it, it runs out similar, like, you feel bad for this kid and you love him. So you love him so much that, like, you feel like the world has turned him into this monster. Kind of yeah. Thing. But yeah, so eventually, essentially, it just, like, runs Josiah's story while the family learns to become a family with a person that is not like a typical child. Right. And I, I kind of want to challenge the idea of like, like nuclear family or whatever. Where yeah. It's like perfect. Yeah. The like perfect. the mom, dad, one son, one girl or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like I want to, I hate that concept. So like, I yeah. want, I want it to be very eye opening to people that like the idea of a nuclear family can be very toxic to a child. Totally. Like, you can't expect your kid to, to be perfect. And there's gonna yeah. be, especially through adoption, you know what I mean? I feel like a lot yeah. of people get into adoption and they hope for something. It's like, you can't, this is a person that has come from a completely different lifestyle that you're going to bring into your own, your own world. So you guys got to work through things and you got to figure out why they work the way they do and make them work within your household. So yeah, that's, that's happening so, eventually. How no, did you ahead. come up with like that character? Like, did you, um, like, or do you know someone who's like fostered or something, or like oh. is it just someone you feel bad for in your head? Um, I think it, it happened. This is very weird. Um, <laughs> so I was very high one night, and yeah. I came home and I went in my basement because that's where I used to write, and um, I was just like, I was coming down the stairs, and I was like, oh, need to turn the light on, and I was like, I'm not even afraid of the dark. But I was like, I need to turn this light on for comfort. And I was like, what if somebody, what if somebody had the opposite? You know what I mean? Like, what yeah. if darkness was like, if someone saw a light and they're like, that needs to turn off. You know what I mean? Like, or uh, and that's kind of what I want to see. Like, sometimes lights are good, but like, if there's a monster in the dark, turning the lights on is what's going to make you see the monster. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, that's kind of the idea I ran with. And it was really weird. It came to, it was like three in the morning. And I started no, I love that. I feel like the weirdest ideas come like that. I have a bunch of other plays that I've started writing that I didn't love because we had that the the one acts in high school where yeah. you, you would write a play and then some of them would be produced. So mine luckily was produced when I was in grade 12. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I kind of stuck with writing and I wrote like a few like a few little things that never... I'm one of those people that starts a project and then never finishes it. Same. Um, the <laughs> photophobia was the one that I just kept coming back to. Like photophobia was, I was like, oh, like maybe I'm onto something with this one. Yeah. And like, I'm not, I've been working on it for six years, not consistently. Like when I feel inspired to write about it, like work to add to it than I do. So we just made it to intermission. Like just made it to intermission in the play. And I have my, I have Miss Wilson. She's doing edits edits on it right now. What? So you have like a whole I, like an actual team like kind of working on yeah, it. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. I want to like because I eventually I want to sell it. Eventually I do because I think the concept's really cool and I don't think anybody's ever done anything like I plan to. So yeah, that's so cool. Hopefully we can make it come together. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So would you want to be in the play or no? 
Um, no, I don't think so. Just because I have such an artistic vision on how I want it to look that I don't want to be looking at it from the inside out. I want to be looking at it from the outside in. Yeah. Um, just so I can look at minor details and not have to worry about like if I'm doing something right, it's more like being right. able to tell other people what they're doing. You right. get to kind of be the director, not like you don't have to be part of it also. Yeah, true. Exactly, that's, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And like I that's just a good way for me to get my feet into the production side of things as well. Because cool. I at this point, like I know I know how to act, quote unquote. Yeah. But um I don't know much about directing. And I think I'd do a decent job. So, like, we'll see eventually once theater's open. Because I want I do want to do it on stage. Um, just because I don't think there's a lot of, like, scary. And it's not necessarily like a scary thing. Um, like, a scary play. But sort but of, like, psychological or something, like no? Like, eerie. Yeah. It's very, yeah. like, creepy. Just, like, yeah. the whole. It's a lot of not knowing what's happening. Because you're yeah. like, oh, why is this kid wearing, like, snow pants and a jacket inside like it's, like, <laughs> it's one of those things that's unsettling so it's kind of like somehow i'm picturing like kenny from south park <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah pretty much where it's, <laughs> why are you like this and <laughs> i think a lot of i i have a big issue with the theater's lack of being able to turn modern the generation that's really holding down theater and keeping theater a thing are older generations yeah so like those are the people that want to see like, oh yeah, like we saw um, Midsummer Night's Dream for the 15th time by a different, <laughs> you know? And it's like, well, like there's probably some cool ideas by these younger kids. That's, that's another thing where I'm like, that's what I want to use my platform for. Like once I've established myself as name, I want to be like, hey, yeah, this is my thing. And I'm, I'm putting on a production of a modern play. Like this is- Yeah, that's super cool. Thing. So. Um, it's not really related to that, but kind of. Have you seen that on TikTok? They're doing like Ratatouille the musical. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some things we just don't need to bring to theater. Like Shrek, I don't think we ever needed in theater. Oh my god, but have you watched Shrek the musical? No, I heard it's good. It's so bad. Oh, it's bad? <laughs> no, it's good, bad. Like it's bad, good. It's it's yeah. good. It's that really terrible thing that it's like watching a car crash. Like you don't want to watch it, but you want to watch it. <laughs> you have to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. Then I have if to. If you're ever it. like smoking or drinking, watch Shrek the Musical. Okay. Your brain will go like. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. think there needs to be like brand new ideas brought yeah. to the theater. Like not even just like remasters or just like a, a musical spinoff. Like yeah. let's just get some ideas that nobody's ever seen before and put them in a the theater. Because then, yeah. then that's when the younger kids are going to start caring about going to the theater again. Like then nobody cares about, I don't care. And I know a lot of people, like a lot of my good friends haven't seen me act. And then why is that? Because like the theater is just not for them. And that makes sense. Like I have no issue with that. Yeah. But if there was more plays that were like, appealing new and modern and like actually set in our time and really like it's not that con like hard of a concept to grasp like we yeah. just need to make things cool like <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> and theater brings such a different feeling than going to the movies like i love going to the theater for a very different reason than why i love going to the movies and i feel like some kids like never got to experience that because their kid their parents never took them to the theater but yeah. like I, ho I want that for them. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think it's crazy to literally be like immersed in the story rather than like, I feel like at a theater, there's always like, regardless how good the movie is, there's always that screen. There. You know what I mean? And like when the screen is just a, a stage and 
you can the actors if you're sitting on the front row you're gonna get spat on like yeah. it is like it's totally yeah. immersive because there's totally. like you always talk about like the fourth wall and like when you learn about acting you talk about like the fourth wall and it's yeah. like the idea of like no matter that no matter how close you are like there is a there's like a, a space between you and the actor yeah. and when you put someone in the audience it's like oh the fourth where is the fourth wall right like yeah. now i'm literally in this play yeah. so yeah and you can't do that in a, in a, on the movie theater and no, not to discredit can't. film film is incredible like it's yeah. beautiful but but it's different it's not the same yeah yeah exactly so i just yeah they need, it needs to be rebo- reborn and just bred into the younger like i think it would how cool would it be if like the kids that that we have or like like our generation have like if they're reading plays in in high school that people are age real like totally rather not than dated text 1400s it's from the 2020s yeah 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 like yeah. and we just need a person to do it so i want i, I guess you're gonna be that person i guess that's me so that's yeah i um, think that's so cool yeah i just i want things to change and i, I want to be a part of it so that's well that's you're already me. part of it that's <laughs> it exactly exactly i just gotta yeah. keep doing it yeah keep doing it i'm so happy you came on today like i'm so happy you had me i feel that. like i would love to just chat off camera whenever you want to <laughs> I'm down. Whenever we're allowed to go out to public spaces, let's, let's go drink. grab a coffee. I mean, what... I've been drinking beer this whole time, so... I'm drinking water and energy <laughs> drinks because right after this, I have to go on a Twitch stream for two hours, and then right after that, I have to go on a TikTok stream for two hours. So oh, my I, God. My night's just getting started. Is it have to, like, you made yourself have to, or... Yeah, yeah. Wow. Have to, but it's like... I don't know. I'm one of those people that like I love. I need routine. Right? Yeah. And the second I break routine, like things just go to hell. So, wow. um, I I've just started this new gaming stream on Twitch, and we're at like 85 followers in three days. What? That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool and that's fun. That's exciting. For whatever reason, uh, TikTok live streaming like helps push your content a lot. Like yeah, um, well, like you, I get a notification every time you're live streaming. So oh, that's super crazy! I didn't know that. Yeah, um, like every single time it says like Pharrell is live, and I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> goes again, yeah, yeah. So I just try to do that for two hours every night, just what, as like a. What do you talk about on there? Whatever, like that's the thing. Like it's it's not it's very it's a very sometimes like, I don't even be really be saying anything. Like I'll just be the the nice thing about TikTok versus twitch is twitch they don't have a they have like music policies where like if you don't own the rights to the music oh, you can't play it right tiktok has those too but for whatever reason they're like way less yeah of a thing so like i can just play music and just kind of do what i do and like i literally just watch like all wwe clips because i'm a loser um <laughs> the whole time and then i just whoever's in there wants to chat i chat with them and usually there's like 30 people in there at a time so it's like that's so know. fun it's like you have like a weird chat room of your fans just sitting there <laughs> it's so weird but the thing is too like i get it because like we're in a time where you can't yeah. talk to your friends you know what i mean you can't you can't really go and see like you can't go in and meet these people that you want to meet so like the closest yeah. you can get to them is a live stream so totally so, and luckily like i've built a community that like people like people look forward to being in my lives because they're going to talk to that same person that was there last night kind of thing. Yeah, that's so cute. It's like, it's like, 
I don't know. It's like meeting in a cafe all together. That's right. Right. It's like a little community in itself. So yeah, we branded it. I branded it as like the fortress. That's what we call it. Um, And yeah, we're going to turn that into a clothing line soon enough. Really? That's cool. Are you designing it or do you have to? Well, yeah, I'm designing it. Um, I'm paying people for like the art that's going on it, but other than that, like it'll be uh, all for a production kind of thing. That's um, so cool. Yeah, like the people are asking for it at this point. Like, yo, we need clothes. We need clothes. So I was like, oh, okay. People are literally going to be repping you. Yeah, that is it's so really cool. weird. It's so weird, but I'll take it. I'll take yeah, it. Like, that's, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's it's so super cool. weird. Like, why do people care? But yeah, I'm not going to. But that's the thing. It's like that. everyone is looking for a connection somewhere. And if they right. find that with you, then like, well, cool. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to run with it. And like, I don't know, like I said to you at the beginning, like, I never want people to feel like I'm a celebrity. Like, I want people <laughs> to be like, this is just like, a, this is just like a normal dude that's doing his thing. And like, yeah, it's very open. Like, I've had like heart to hearts with people on TikTok Live, because like, they don't have anyone to talk to about it. It's yeah. like, yeah, I'll talk to you about it. Like, I don't care. Yeah. So shirts, sweaters, crewnecks, and toques will be like kind of wave one. And then my plan is uh running with the name fortress i want to keep paying different artists to like design characters of the fortress um so then like in every wave it'll be like a new set of characters that's cool yeah this is just crazy stuff that i think of i don't i don't but luckily luckily spencer lynch is the guy who can make it come to life because oh he's drawing a lot of your designs too he's gonna do the he's gonna do the main one he cool. like he's my guy when it comes to arts and stuff, and I love supporting him because we went. You should maybe together. get his um design of the fortress uh, tattooed. <laughs> that's the plan. There's a spot right back here. Oh, you got the go. real estate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the last spot I have, so I gotta I gotta give it to something important. So yeah, is gonna be my way of advertising myself to other people, and and people are down to wear it. Then yeah, and like you said, people are asking for it, so like why not? Like weirdly, like it's like people are literally like, yo, like have you like have you bought shirts yet and it's like uh i don't have a job right now dude um <laughs> like i tiktok for a living i don't know if you know that like but yeah it'll come together soon enough and like it's it's good to know that like when it does come together that there's people right there waiting to buy it so that's so cool i mean that's a way better position to be in than that you've already bought shirts and no one wants them <laughs> right right so so yeah we'll see what happens but yeah that's that's really the plan moving forward and maybe we can do another podcast um a year from now and you'll hear yeah cool stuff. i would so, love to have people on more than one like a picture in time and, and like this and might after. be completely different than yeah a year from now absolutely like i've seen i don't know if you've seen it but like billy eilish does like the same interview yes every year. yeah, yeah that's yeah. so sick like i think that's so cool i'm down i'm down i'm your guy i'm your guy so so yeah um, but thank you once again for having me Hold. yeah thank you for being my first ever guest and making it not scary i'm honored <laughs> i'm honored and like don't let anyone bully you this is your show so. where can my guests find you like where um so I am on Instagram at 4L with three L's and one underscore. <laughs> um, I And everywhere you can find me under that name. Um, yeah. A Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Visco, Twitch, <laughs> pay, PayPal. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, you can find me all there under 4L. Yeah, 4-R-E-L-L-L um, underscore. There you go for the people. Wait, the there we go. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and by the way, adorable. Love the theme song. <laughs> I literally <laughs> wrote it in two seconds because I couldn't find royalty-free music. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. But hey, you know what? 
that just shows that like, yeah, you're just a person that creates too. So I think that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So. Well, thank you so, so, so much for being on here, Jordy. Thank you so or much. Or Pharrell. <laughs> Disclaimer to any of the, any TikTokers watching, any of my fans from TikTok watching. This lovely lady here knows me personally, so I don't mind her saying my, my, my name. <laughs> we went to high school together. She helped me off a fence when I was dying. <laughs> Please refer to me as Pharrell if you don't know me personally. But yes, I am Jordy, and thank you again for having me. This was awesome. I love it. Yay. Right. Well, thank you so much, and have a good um, stream on Twitch and, and TikTok. <laughs> thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Okay. Bye. Make sure to follow on Instagram and TikTok at heyhiwhoareyou.pod to stay up to date on new guests and new episodes.